Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. What the hell's happening on a Wednesday here? Good morning, yeah, everyone. Yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. yeah. Remember when LeVar used to uh, give us the hump day hump, stuff? Hump, hump, Man, that was... Yeah, but you know what I appreciate about LeVar is he has a, a knack or a feel for like, all right, it's going to run its course. Yeah. We're, we're good here. You know, yeah, yeah. we got to come point. up with something new. You yeah, know? yeah, I, I like that. That's how you know someone's kind of cool is huh. when they don't like overrun something too much. They're like, no, nah, it, it, we did it. It was yeah. fun. It was, it was cool. good. Yeah. Cool. Moving on. Yeah, yeah. Feel don't like, want to put on no clown suits yeah, or anything. I feel like you know? uh, I feel like it's a, a shot at the uh, ribs over here. Maybe a shot at you. We just don't want to fall for the old banana and the tailpipe joke. That's all. It's always by the way. By the way, Levar Jonas has fallen for that trick a lot of times. Yeah, it's a lot of bananas in the tailpipe. Yeah, I just confuse which tailpipe we're talking about. So, so we are. This might be the most provocative sports talk show. <laughs> I'm not ever a, I'm not a car guy. What, what do you want oh, from me? Okay. Yeah, I don't know what you were talking about. Well, um, well, let's define the tailpipes. <laughs> All right. All so right. okay. um, now we, of course, watch uh, every single football game uh, that is ever on, uh, including uh, some of us who uh, like to take uh, special interest into late night college football games, uh, whether it's Oregon State or Hawaii or et cetera, et cetera, because they've got gambling interests or whatever. But we intake a lot of football here on this show. Football is the key sport that we cover on this show uh, because football is king. And so, of course, we were going to watch the Super Bowl. Like, that, you know, was a given. We were going to watch the Super Bowl. A lot of people were going to watch the Super Bowl. I just didn't realize that 113 million people in this country were going to watch the Super Bowl between the numbers that came out just on the NBC broadcast and then the streaming numbers. I also may be more surprised that Rams-Bengals 
did better numbers this year than Mahomes versus Brady last year. I don't know what 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 that's an indicator of, but regardless, huge numbers, huge success. If you're the NFL, if you're an NFL fan, you got to feel good about where the league is at right now. Oh yeah, I mean it's, it's it was the most watched game in what five years? Yeah, I believe so Seahawks uh, Patriots was the most watched Super Bowl. Um, right. in 2014, I think it was, or 2015, whatever the number uh, date was. So yeah, I think it? well, 2014 season in the 2015 year. If yeah, that there makes you sense. go. Yeah. Um, here here's what I guess it's not surprising, right? To see hundreds of millions watched. We kind of get that every year, almost with the Super Bowls. Maybe last year not so much. I think the broadcast had 90 million. This year was 99, and with the streaming, another 10 million thrown on top of that, or so. Um, what was more surprising to me is what the hell are the other two thirds of the country doing? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm being serious. Like, we have 330 million people in this country. That's based on the consensus. And we've got a hundred and some million watching. What are the other two thirds of you doing? Seriously. Nerds. Like, what are you doing? I, I don't, I don't know what pe- other people are doing. Well, everyone else I know is like talking about it. They're watching it. They're going, they're having a party for it. They're watching it themselves. I just, are there really two thirds of the country who don't like partake in something that's like <laughs> it's adopted worldwide? Yeah, I think they're probably like hitting like, you know, symbols and doing stretches and, you know, walking in mountains and hippies. Climbing, they're hippies climbing like, you know, Mount Everest, stuff like that. I just think that you know, <laughs> there's a large pot, and, and I mean, and how many it. people are climbing Mount Everest? <laughs> yeah, of, yeah, I don't know. Of the other 200 million, I'll just say, you know. Then there's the the you know we we talk about the the group of people that uh, Cooper Cup has made very famous and popular uh, as true. of late. I yeah, mean, there's yeah, that population. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, hold on, let me let you me know. look up the actual numbers of how many Amish there are in the That's United good. States. Yeah, please oh. do. That's good. I will. Yeah, I mean, yeah. these are things that you have to take into consideration when well, wondering why the 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 total isn't high. Higher, you know? Well, I was thinking if we could start off with a game today and figuring Uh-oh. out. Uh, oh, uh, this is a significant number, by the way. Th- this is a very okay, significant love, number. I, I would like to guess at this. All right. uh, do we have ga- do we have Amish game show music here uh, on a, on a Wednesday? A little. Uh... All right, so Brady, what's the name of this game? Since you just came up with it on the air here on Fox Sports Radio, what do we got? Um, it's. <laughs> Guess how it's, many Amish people are how out there? How many Amish people are there in the United States? <laughs> That's good. It, 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 it really rolls off the tongue, so that that, that works. Uh, all right. Um, I will take the first stab at this. Mm. I am going to go 42. 42 uh, what? Total Amish people. Yeah. 42. No. Yeah, just 42. <laughs> 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 what, was, what? Hey man, That's, my head uh, was hurt yesterday from laughing with y'all. I'll, I'll put it this you way: can't do it. You can't what do, do it mean? so early. We can't laugh like this so early. You said forty-two, like yeah. uh, and uh, you ever met an Amish person? Come on. Um, I have, I'm gonna put actually. it this way: I don't know if, uh, well, there could be some states with that number. However, uh, the top ten, it's that's not even close. There's, you want me to tell you the total number? Yes. Okay, the what total number. Can LeVar get? I mean, LeVar, you're making okay. fun of me. How about you give yeah. a legitimate guess here? That's, that's true. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Let's 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 go with nine million. <laughs> <laughs> 
we're so off. We're so far off. They're so very, very far the other direction. All right. I thought you were going to go. There's not that many Amish people in the world. By the way, I thought he was going to go 43 just to play a little price. Just one of you, yeah. Price is right. Are they? Man, are they endangered? Well, they might. You maybe maybe consider it that. All right. So there's the estimates are there are 344,670 Amish in the United States. 300,000. 344,000. 344,000. Oh, about 350. Wow. That is very low. So I, I was know. closer, it's right? Very, it's very disturbing. You're way now, closer. Now, yeah. <laughs> if I was to ask you, LeVar, which state has the most? Uh, okay, I would say good. Pennsylvania. All right. You would be right. Okay. You would be right. So Pennsylvania, they estimate they're number one at 81,500. And then who would be the second state? Ohio. Florida. There you go. Nope. Ohio. Ohio sits at two with 78,280. Now, the states with the smallest Amish population, Montana, Maine, Oklahoma, Colorado, Nebraska, California. West Virginia. Hawaii? Uh, actually, actually, no. California is not on that list, but uh, I'm not seeing numbers for how much they have. Hawaii also mm. is not on that list, uh, which, which probably doesn't surprise me. I people. would assume there's none there. Yeah. yeah Florida's actually say. on a smaller yeah. list, too. In fact, their populations, they're so small. They don't even really record it because it's it's not that much. Yeah, like Illinois, Illinois is ten. They have seventy two hundred. How many in are in Utah? <laughs> it doesn't stay. They're not even in the top oh, they're 10. Not even, you said they're yeah. not. There's <laughs> more Amish in the state of New York. There's twenty one thousand in the state of New York. <laughs> by the way, they're you, clearly East Coasters. By the way, you could say whatever you want about me working as the rat at Chuck E. Cheese. Try being the guy who's got to count Amish people in this country. What a loser! Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. Hey, come on. Seriously. I I see what he's doing because yeah, you you're to literally the going, You're literally going to the Amish population to like get their census. It's not like you're able to email them or yeah. they can fill something up online. <laughs> what are we he's, talking he's, about here? Uh, excuse me. <laughs> um how many of you guys are in this house? Hey, you under the cow. Uh, there are two or three of you there. <laughs> Uh, okay, six? Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. By the way, people wondering why we're talking about this, it's because Cooper Cup looks Amish. Just want to uh, bring it all together here. Super Bowl champion MVP Cooper Cup. He's so. made him relevant. Yeah. You know? but, but with that being said, <laughs> so with that being bad. said, they most likely are a part of the population that did. So there was at least 300,000 or so people that yeah. did not watch the Super Bowl. I right. just there you it, go. it is weird that that many people just don't partake in what is the biggest event every single year in, yeah. in, in the NFL and beyond. Like the Super yeah. Bowls, like even people that don't care about football watch the Super Bowl. There's something there for everybody. And well, you got that many people that just don't watch. It's weird. Yeah, hold on for a second, because if you think that's weird, here's what's even weirder when you dig into the numbers, okay? Uh, so of the, what, 100 million that watched on NBC's broadcast, okay, and, and they rate each TV market by the total number of televisions in that market. So population matters, basically, right? More people, more TVs. That's how the Nielsen goes about finding these ratings. If, you were to t- if, if I was to ask you what was the number one rated market, what would you guys say? California. Oh, L.A. Well, not, no, it's not state, city. City, uh, I, I would LA. say, I'd say New York. Okay, New York, no. L.A. wasn't even the top 10. Jesus. Not even in the top 10. That's pathetic, man. So you've got Cincinnati was number one. Wow. And then number two, 
as far as highest rated market was Detroit, Michigan. Wow. <laughs> so many Lions fans the, living vicariously oh, through you do Matthew know. Stafford winning a Super well, Bowl. Well, you do know the running joke was Eminem and Matthew Stafford being in the Super Bowl with L.A., being in L.A. and with the Rams was the closest the Detroit fans oh, would get. Oh, that is just oh, Super Bowl. Now wow. that's cruel. That yeah. is wow. cruel. But, I mean, but hold on. Now it might sound like a diss, but just what, what Brady just said kind of, you know, makes the argument you know, it kind of validates the point. Like, we're okay. here. We've made it. Yeah. We have made it to the Super Bowl. Our sons, Eminem and Matthew Stafford, are on the biggest stage uh, in sports. I mean, How look, Eminem's a separate conversation. If I'm a Detroit Lions it? fan, I'm rooting against Matt Stafford in that game. Well, I'm maybe sorry. that's why they were watching. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe they were watching for that reason. Maybe. Uh, let me go through the other uh, cities because it is really interesting. It's Pittsburgh is in there. Pittsburgh's third. 100%. Columbus. Kansas City, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. <laughs> uh, like Cleveland, okay. Boston, Philly, and one of our favorites, Jacksonville. All right. Oh, wow. yeah. Well, that? Jacksonville actually per capita is a, a really big um, city. It, I don't know that the population is necessarily well, that big. Well, because it was their only chance to watch good football this year. It leads me back to this Stupid. question. I asked what the other two-thirds of the country are doing. What the hell is going on in L.A., man? Is is this because it's a fractured market? Is this because they just we, we don't care, dude? Like maybe you could say, we oh, don't care, dude. Like, <laughs> maybe you could up. say, well, hey, people went to the game. Here's the problem with that theory: you had more Bengals fans there than you did Rams fans. It, it, there's just not a a real interest. There's not because people like you can say what you want about L.A., but people just because they were gone. Football was gone for so long. You just adopted other teams like it was just like, look, I I can tell you where a Browns bar is in L.A. I can tell you where a Steelers bar is in L.A. I can tell you where like places are to go watch specific teams. I I can't tell you where an L.A. Rams bar is in L.A. I have no clue where it's at. Cowboys, Raiders. I can tell you all these different places to go. And I can't tell you where they go to watch Rams games. There's just not the appeal here that a lot of people thought I there mean, would be. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code 2PROS. New customers play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code 2PROS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Listen, uh, I I thought this was an interesting strategy. You know, Super Bowl weekend, 
Uh, there's uh, 30 other teams that aren't playing in the Super Bowl, but one team is trying to win uh, a, uh, I don't know if this is a PR battle or at least trying to win the heart of their best player. Uh, but there was a report out from uh, Adam Schefter and some others at uh, NFL Network over the weekend. They said that the Packers are willing to, quote, go all in to bring Aaron Rodgers back. Uh, and there's this mm. thought that his uh, relationship with them is uh, on as good a terms as it has been, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So how about that, Brady Quinn? I mean, I mean, uh, not everybody uh, is just uh, giving uh, roses to their loved one on uh, Valentine's Day. The Packers, uh, before Valentine's Day, throwing out some bouquets there to Aaron Rodgers. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Mark Murphy and Brian Gutenkunst, the, the entire brain trust there up in Green Bay, uh, sure, surely doing everything, at least on the outside, from the optics, to make it look like, hey, Look what we're offering you. They even threw out a dollar amount. They leaked out $45 million a year. Um, just a very savvy, savvy move uh, for an organization that realizes they might be dealing with a quarterback who just doesn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> I mean, that's the reality of this conversation. Is, you know, before uh... the year last year, when they restructured his deal, they offered him more money then. If he wanted more money... He could have taken it then, and instead of restructuring his contract to have one less year, he could have extended it and gotten more money out of it. So, the the whole and enticed by the forty five million and all that, you know, I, I'm I'm sure. Look, it's it's attractive. Let's be let's be real. It's forty five million, maybe over two years. That's ninety million bucks. It's an attractive offer. It's you know probably still a little short of what he should be paid. He probably should be paid fifty million a year. He's the back to back MVP. But they're actually taking a page out of Aaron Rodgers' playbook. Do you remember when all the stuff came out last year about Rodgers potentially wanting to be somewhere else or going somewhere else? Yeah. When was that again? Offseason. When in the offseason, though? Uh, It wasn't early. Yeah, It wasn't? No. You want to know when it was? NFL draft. Mm. It was around the NFL draft where that rumor had leaked out about all that. Yeah. And remember how he got flack for, oh, you know, he's it taking away. Draft. He's taking away from these players getting drafted You're in their right. moment. You're right. So it was a page out of his playbook with how it first became public around a big event. And then what do the Packers do? They go, oh, we would need to make sure we get this out there because as soon as this game ends, we all know what the biggest story is in the NFL offseason. It's the Aaron Rodgers watch. And what ends up happening with that? So what do they do? They get to the press first. They start leaking out, hey, this is what we've offered them. We're willing to go all in. We're willing to do whatever it takes. Okay. But you had the chance to do that before last season. And it really didn't change much. So I, I just, you know, I don't doubt that they've, they all have very good standing with one another. I don't doubt that they've made offers, you know, to him to try to entice him, make him happy. I'm sure he's, he's got some things he wants, no different than bringing Randall Cobb on uh, to be a part of their team last year. And obviously him and Devontae Adams want to play together. They'll have the franchise tag, if not, you know, agree to a long-term extension with Adams. But the one thing staring them in the face that I think they have to address before they can ultimately clear the way for his return is Jordan Love. Bingo. At some point, they have to either acknowledge that it was a mistake and trade him and get whatever they can back for him, or they need to address it because we tend to forget Aaron Rodgers 
didn't play for his first three years behind Brett Favre. Jordan Love, if he was not to play this year, it'd be his third year not playing. The difference between that scenario and this scenario is Rodgers, the way he was viewed coming out of that draft class, was viewed as a potential top 10, maybe the first quarterback taken. The 49ers took Alex Smith instead. I don't know as many people that were saying Jordan Love's a surefire first-round pick. And, and that's why it came as a bit of a surprise that the, the Packers traded up to take him. And so now they're in the position where they have to not only navigate the situation with Aaron Rodgers, who's the back-to-back MVP, but they've also got to figure out what they have in Jordan Love without really seeing much real game-time playing from him. And they've got to pick up his fifth-year option without seeing much of that. So it's an incredibly uh, difficult scenario, I think, for Brian Gutenkunst, who traded up to take Jordan Love, to then have to openly basically make you know admit a mistake. And then on top of that, put their team in a position where they're going to have to make some tough cuts to some veteran guys. And they're going to have to sign back Adams. They're going to have to sign back Rodgers or extend him out years, that's going to put them in a cap situation very similar when Aaron Rodgers is all said and done if he stays, similar to what we're seeing with the Saints. When you're, what, $70 million over the cap or whatever that number is, some astronomical number. And look, the Packers are going to be close once they franchise tag Adams. I mean, that's just the reality of, of this whole scenario. You unloaded a lot there. and I, I mean, I, I kind of feel like there's – I mean, that's that's it. Like there's, there's, I could come behind it and say whatever, but I mean, that's it. The biggest thing in this whole entire storyline where, where my train was merged onto the track that Brady is on is this is damning. The most damning aspect of them saying they're going all in, regardless of what the true intent is, it does not support Jordan Love. It does not drive home the point that Jordan Love is the quarterback of your future. It does not give the vote of confidence to your fan base that Jordan Love was the right pick. And now the conversation has to turn to what Brady just said is, how do you justify what you did? Because if you do go in a different direction, if you do admit you made a mistake, so on and so forth, I do believe the fan base will be forgiving more understanding than what they may be anticipating if Brady or if 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 Aaron Rodgers were to return now you're putting it on the line to see if 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 Aaron Rodgers will come back and you're not mentioning Jordan Love and the fact that you're not mentioning Jordan Love in these scenarios and you're willing to give it all up do everything you need to do to keep Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay it's just I, I think that it tells you what you need to know. And then now the next question that it leads to for me is how much does Jordan Love have value-wise left after sitting for the amount of time that he's been sitting for and Green Bay trying to keep Aaron Rodgers on their on their roster? What's the value? How do you get your value back for trading up to get him? 
I don't I, think it's possible. I just wonder when this decision is going to be made one way or the other. Because Rogers said in his interview with Pat McAfee and A.J. Hawk, it's not something that he's going to wait around months and months and months for. He's going to make the decision pretty quick. So is this a next two weeks, next three weeks? I mean, is the draft the you know unofficial deadline when this stuff gets done? I, I just feels like... You know, the Packers are getting aggressive with this, letting it be known publicly, hey, we're going all in. We want everything to, to bring him back, so on and so forth. I, and, and I think Rodgers is really the – I think he's the most important part of what happens next season in the NFL because if he stays in Green Bay, I think the Packers are hands down the favorite in the NFC – but if he ends up going to a team like Denver or one of these other teams, then it not only opens up the NFC to where the Rams feel like they could be the best team there uh, or potentially the Cowboys, but now you factor in another AFC team in an already loaded conference. I just wonder how soon until we have an official decision on this. I, I think if he stays in Green Bay, that's largely what it's all about then. It's about trying to continue to give it one last run to go win a Super Bowl and knowing that if you go in the AFC, I mean, think about Denver, which I know has been floated out there, and Nathaniel Hackett's now there as their head coach, who was the former OC there in Green Bay. Think about, though, the difficulty of just trying to win that division, let alone the conference, yeah. with KC, who's the favorite, at least as of right now, to win the Super Bowl next year at plus 700 odds from, from what I saw. But outside of you know maybe Tennessee, you'd say the AFC South, where if that scenario, which has been floated out there, happened to work out, look, they were the number one seed last year. You would think with Aaron Rodgers on that squad, they would be you know a team that would once again look to be the number one seed, at a minimum win the division. I don't think there's there's much of a challenge there, it's, you know, not knowing what the Colts are going to do with Wentz, and you know that's really the only competition in the, in the in the division. So maybe that's one other scenario. But still, it, I mean, you, you're, in a, you're in a position where you're still going to have to play Buffalo with Josh Allen and Kansas City uh, with Patrick Mahomes and Cincinnati with Joe Burrow and, you know, all, all the other teams are going to throw into that mix. You're still going to, even if you're the number one seed, have to go through two of those teams in order to get there. Whereas your point to the NFC, where they'd be the clear favorite, all right, I mean, the Rams, you'd have to go through the Rams at some point. You know, Minnesota's probably going to be a, a worthy adversary, but we don't know how that, what that's going to look like with a first-year head coach and Kevin O'Connell. Um, you start kind of looking around going, wait a second, if, if Tom Brady doesn't come back, where's the resistance in the NFC? Dallas? I mean, don't you got to see it from Dallas before you really yeah, believe it anymore? Yeah, I don't think they're the resistance. Yeah. They, I, mean, I mean, they might be kind of like one of those – deals that you wrap around like the little bungee cords and then you drop them and then you go fast like they'll hold they'll hold you back for a little bit but then eventually you'll you'll spring out of there and and get ahead and they'll just be where they're at (laughs) i I mean as it stands right now look we're going to waffle back and forth there's no dominant teams in the nfc if you really think about it there's there's not and there's a feeling based on the odds and we can go you know further into you know later on some of the odds for super bowl 57 but with the odds out and you see the rams uh better you know have better odds to win a super bowl so do the dallas cowboys there's a feeling that that is sportsbook maybe leaning towards the potential of Rodgers being dealt that you know if they felt confident enough that Rodgers was going to be back in Green Bay I just don't see how you have the Rams or the Cowboys ahead of the Packers odds wise so maybe there's a feeling from sports books or people in Vegas we're leaning towards the side of, of him getting dealt 
as it stands right now, how do you guys feel this goes? Does he get dealt? Are, are we still feeling the same I'm we stand, did? I'm staying solid on, on what I said. Because I said it. So I'm gonna stay solid. On it. <laughs> I think he's uh, I, look. I, just, I I think he's gone. I, I just feel like this is. It's if if he if he knew or if it, if the answer of the decision was I'm just gonna come back. I think that they would already be said. It would already be done. I just think that it's done. You have to look at things as it applies to Aaron Rodgers, as it's always going to be some type of a riddle. And you have to figure out the riddle, but he only—he's the only one that knows the 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 answer to that riddle, right? And I think that that's just how he does things, and I think that it's pretty dope if you really think about it, because you you whether you think you know it or you don't, there's a chance he might hit you with an angle that you weren't contemplating, that you I, weren't thinking about. I, I think there's so many different ways of looking at this, but could you imagine the? Oh, let's me first say this. If you are the Packers and he comes to you and says, I just think we should both go our separate ways. It's time for Jordan. It's time for me to move on. You know, let's work this out where I'm going. The two teams that have been thrown out there in Denver and Tennessee are in a different conference. I don't know that you're going to get much resistance from Mark Murphy and Brian Gutenkunst if that scenario played itself out because you don't have to worry about playing them, you know, twice a season like they did Brett Favre when he ultimately made his way to the Vikings, right? Not saying that Rodgers couldn't do that if he keeps playing long enough, but at least in the short term, you're like, yeah, we don't have to really worry about this, right? Like we've we've got, you know, you know, the Tennessee Titans aren't on our schedule. You know, maybe we'd see them in the Super Bowl. So that might make it a little easier to digest. I think from Aaron Rodgers' perspective, could you imagine how excited any of those fan bases would be for him? I mean, I'm not saying like he's run his course in Green Bay. But I do think maybe there's this element of there's some fans that don't appreciate what they have in him or they're tired of maybe it was the, the immunization conversation. Maybe it was some of the, you know, the way things have gone in the offseason. You know, maybe they're like, all right, we're just ready to move on. We've done this before. We've gone to the next guy. Maybe there's that general feeling. Whereas meanwhile, he's like, I can't wait to go to a team that's going to welcome me with open arms a la how the Bucks feel felt about Tom Brady, T- Tampa Bay how the Rams felt about Matthew Stafford. I mean, he's got the opportunity now watching the past two seasons to go, yeah, I could go somewhere else and do this. Live in a place where, look, this isn't a knock on Green Bay, but I, I think I'd rather live in Nashville oh, over wow. Green Bay. That is so insulting. Can, can, I, can I throw something out at you guys? Sure. Just listening to what, what is being said. It makes me wonder, like if you think about Tom Brady, what was the biggest question going into Tampa Bay? Was it him or was it Belichick? Right? Was his yeah. success based off of Bill, him being a system guy, or was it Tom Brady's brilliance, right? Yeah. He wins the Super Bowl that first year. So whatever it is you had to say, whatever conclusion you want to come up with, you could come up with it. But one thing that you have to have in the conclusion is, is that Tom Brady is a bad mother effort with or without Bill Belichick, yeah, with or right. without the Patriots. He's That's, a bad man. He's a bad man. A bad man. You could talk all the S you want to talk on Matthew Stafford, but Matthew Stafford in his first season with a, with a legitimate Super Bowl contender wins Super the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yep. Right? Yep. In a way, it bolsters what could be considered a lackluster campaign as a pro at the elite level of talent with his arm in the NFL. 
So this further defines and shapes in a positive manner Matthew Stafford's career for now, right? Imagine Aaron Rodgers is leaving under those same pretenses and could be considered largely just as good on the same level, if not better, as a quarterback than Tom Brady. Some can debate it. You could say, you know, one is a better winner. I don't, I don't, I don't, I, we don't need to get into the debate of who's better, but on the level of elites of elites, that's where Aaron Rodgers resides. Does this put more pressure on Aaron Rodgers and for his legacy if he were to continue on and go play somewhere else if he does not have the success that a Tom Brady or a Matthew Stafford had? Because yeah. we are always looking at him as the guy who's the most talented that only could get to one or win one Super Bowl. I, I guess my question then would be, how is it any different if he stays in Green Bay? Like so, it's I mean, okay at if least, he doesn't win one in Green Bay, but well, if, if he, you know you, what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think if you think about it from the standpoint of if he were to stay in Green Bay, the justification is they've done that together. It's not like you had to leave to go see if you could go get it done somewhere else, and we can judge you and base you off of different digs and, and a different team, which we would assume you're leaving so that you could try to go win a Super Bowl somewhere else. But, but if that were the case, if we're doing the comp between Brady and Belichick, then the comp here would be him and McCarthy, and I think we've already established without Mike McCarthy, he's all right. I mean, he, he's done pretty good the past couple no, of years. No, I don't think that that's the, the comparison because, again – you're talking about one of the most elite and most impressive football players that has ever played the game, and he only has one Super Bowl to show for it. Yeah, That's going to always be back to back MVPs. Yeah, yeah but I get that. But I get that part, and I mean he's got back to back MVPs now. But with that being said, that is the 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 conversation point that is connected to Aaron Rodgers. That that has been there. So right, I'm just but, I'm just saying, does that up yeah, the stakes? I, I mean, I, I could care less whether it, it, it does or it doesn't. I'm just saying, is that a valid point to think that there's a possibility that the pressure of him winning goes up because that is now the trend for quarterbacks of his caliber or below it, it, to, to leave? It's the expectation. I think that's the expectation is he's coming there to win, to win a Super Bowl. Now, again, I think the truth is, Either way, you're looking at it saying, I only got so many more years left. Whether I'm in Green Bay or Tennessee, my, my, whole, my whole determination is winning a Super Bowl. Like, that, that's all. At this point, like, he's second to Peyton Manning in MVPs. Like, he's a, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. No one's debating that. True. It's about where, what gives me the best chance to go win a Super Bowl. I, I don't know that there's any more pressure one way or another. I think it ultimately depends on how he wants his legacy to be defined. Whereas if he goes to somewhere else, you know, it's going to incorporate another franchise, a different brand, as opposed to how Brett Favre, you know, like, you know, what kind of a la Brett Favre. Whereas if he stays in Green Bay and finishes his career there and they are able to win one, then, then they get the, then they get it done. Right. Then they get the check on the box. Like I almost wonder if there'd be a little bit of a bittersweetness in going somewhere else and winning one, where it's like, all right, it, it wasn't where I was drafted. It wasn't where I spent the majority of my career or probably how I'll be recognized. It's, justifi- as a it's justifiable, though. Yeah, you know but, but I mean? again, to, to Jonas's point, I don't think anyone sits there and goes, is it Mike McCarthy or Aaron Rodgers or Matt LaFleur or Aaron Rodgers? Like, I don't think it's the same debate. 
Um, I, I think everyone realizes like Rodgers was a su- supreme talent. Mike McCarthy, even after winning the division this year, is still, for whatever reason, viewed on the hot seat, which is kind of odd. Um, but I, I don't think anyone's debating like the reason for success between the two. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't know that it's a debate between Mike McCarthy. I'm saying, is it a debate that he could have won more if he was somewhere else? See, I think what we've learned this year about Aaron Rodgers is that people just don't like him. Like, there's a lot of people just so no matter where he goes or what his decision is, he's going to get heat for the fact that, well, if, if they don't win this year, uh, what, what all this talk about Rodgers, people just don't like the guy. For whatever reason. You don't think that it would give justification to have more of that, that, that vitriol towards him? going somewhere else oh if he went somewhere else of course every but but they're gonna look for any reason to bury rogers like they're gonna like so basically he wasted all our times threatening to leave and then ended up just staying in green bay man this guy and then if he leaves oh he just walked out on green bay like either way they're just gonna find something wrong with him they just don't like the guy he's polarizing i I agree and and i think there will be that conversation like people people will find they'll, they'll nitpick at whatever they want uh, Whether he wins, loses, whatever they want, they'll, they'll nitpick. And, and by the way, the Titans are at the Packers this upcoming season, so potentially, uh, you know, maybe a little, a uh, little fun there, a little reunion. So one game. All right. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be by the way, Eddie, wasn't there a um, uh, some noteworthy uh, a name, a winner at the uh, Winter Olympics, right? There was somebody from France uh, who won a big event uh, in the Winter I, Olympics. I, I did think that I saw a, uh, I think it was a figure skater whose name was uh, Papadakis. Oh, how, mm. about, how about that? And, and, and wouldn't you know it, uh, we have maybe a relative of that uh, figure mm. skater here with us uh, on FSR. He is the great Petros Papadakis, the co-host of the Petros and Money Show on AM570 LA Sports, Fox College football analyst. What's up, Pac-Man? Oh, it's a common Greek name. <laughs> <laughs> Very it's common. a common Greek name. Interesting. Relatively common. Uh, I am not related to ice dancer Gabby Papadakis, mm. although she has no trouble breathing. Mm. I believe she had a wardrobe malfunction a, a few years back, if you guys want to look that up. Oh, oh. Okay. well, oh, okay. I'll be right on that a little research. Why you don't, why you don't put your fifth cousin out there like that? Yeah, come on. Well, she, we, I mean, she's Greek, but yeah. that's about as far as it goes. Uh, oh, Petros, okay. uh, I mean, I'm I mean, sure she's from the same village of... Uh, goat lovers that we are but. Yeah. <laughs> uh petros uh, are you excited for the uh, ram super bowl parade uh, it's gonna be yeah. huge in this town huh you how know, about that I, I we had a whenever something happens like a championship is won or something like that on our show over the years we clear the decks and we talk to bill plaschke who is well people nationally know him from around the horn but he's our columnist here in town who's kind of the columnist, not kind of, he is the writer of record. So we always like to take the temp. We play him ABBA because he likes ABBA, and uh, we like to take the temperature of what's going on. And, I mean, I think I was like two questions in, and I asked Bill, 
how they're going to have a parade without embarrassing themselves. <laughs> and, it, I mean, it's a real question. And, and I, I mean, it shouldn't be <laughs> it shouldn't be that funny. You mm. know, I mean, they should just accept it. And that's kind of the problem with the Rams, that this is a football neutral town. It's a football town, but it's a football neutral town. Now, my nine-year-old son that watched the Rams win the Super Bowl and his friends, they're going to have a connection to the team that we don't have. And that's just the way it is. As long as there's asses in the seats, it doesn't make a difference. And they're doing fine there. Both teams are, the Chargers and the Rams. So that being said, I don't know how they pull off a parade where everybody's got to show a vax pass or a negative test (laughs) to go. It's a two-block parade, but they're two big blocks. One of the blocks is USC, and the other block is... Exposition Park, the Rose Garden, that museum with the plane on it, and they're going to end up at the Coliseum. So, I mean, it's not far. (laughs) So, hopefully, what they can do is just get enough people there, just like the UCLA College Game Day when they played Oregon this year. Everybody was really worried because we all know this town. We know people don't get up and get on the 405 at 4 in the morning to hold up a sign. <laughs> this ain't Auburn, Alabama. People just aren't – they're not going to do that. And UCLA pulled it off to where it just wasn't embarrassing. Mm. Right? Martin Jarman, the AD, who's a really proactive guy, he went around the dorms. He talked to kids personally. He knocked on doors. He passed out flyers and T-shirts. And, and they got enough people there to where – it wasn't a joke to everybody in social media, coast to coast. That's what the Rams have to do. But having to show a Vax pass to show up doesn't really. <laughs> I mean, we're going to cover it. Jonas is doing uh, coverage. Yeah. I heard. Uh, yeah, big time. Yeah, right. Fred is uh, interesting. Yeah, Fred yeah. is doing. Uh, Fred Rogan is our NBC uh, guy. He's our sports legendary anchor. In is town. he from the Blowtorch? Yeah, Fred, M570 okay. LA Sports. Yeah, on the torch. Nice. Yeah. The torch. LA Sports, M570 yeah. LA Sports, yeah. home of the Dodgers. Home of the Dodgers. But, and the Chargers. And the Chargers. <laughs> and the Clippers. And the Clippers. We got them all. <laughs> yeah. And we have an app for the Kings. Yeah. The the, the uh, Kings audio app. Is all there, the games are on the radio. Is there anything else? Audio app. Is there anything else? Well, yeah, what else you guys got? What yeah. Else? Is there anything else? We got UCLA hoops and yeah. UCLA football. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Pops. Well, you're home of the Bruins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but all that being said, <laughs> Some uh, promo. I just don't know. I just don't know how they how it doesn't look bad. How it doesn't look like that one WNBA parade. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember the Kings parade, and I almost died because they made us go up on a double-decker bus, and I almost got my head knocked off by an overpass on the 110. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that, I mean, why you have your head well, that out on the That have not been tragic. <laughs> of all the ways to die, and that's all how the it Kings goes. would be like, yeah, this stupid sports talk guy died. I mean, otherwise our parade would have been cool. But, uh, <laughs> can you expand on this for me in terms of not one team, but two teams decided to to converge on on L.A. And if winning a Super Bowl doesn't impact your your fan base or the people that live here, 
I mean, why bring them here? Why why make that move here if it's well, not going to be received any better than than what it has been? I'm not. I mean, there's going to be people that are into it, but it's a gigantic city, and what happens is rich people buy season tickets. They buy season tickets to Staples. They buy corporations, and rich people buy season tickets to SoFi. And yeah, they'll put on a Ram shirt. But they'll put on a Steelers shirt if the Steelers play in there because they grew up Steelers fans. I mean, that's just how the town is. Uh, it wasn't any different when the Rams and the Raiders were here in the 90s. Uh, there were always Oppo fans hanging out. And the Raiders was seen as kind of like an edgy thing because there were a lot of fights and it was the Coliseum and all that. And maybe that's why the NFL left in the first place. The answer to your question, though, is this is the second biggest media market in the world, and the NFL wanted to and wants to create a hub here. I mean, LeVar, you're a world-famous football player. Well, I don't know. How many that. guys work out in L.A. in the offseason? Not me. A I mean, but, but a lot. No, a lot do. You know, yeah. I mean, I don't a lot. That. That's been a big conversation today. I don't work out at all. Any time of the year. <laughs> no, it really hasn't been. You should but. do yoga. Uh, I should do something, but go. I, there are a lot of guys. <laughs> I understand the burnout, LeVar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so a lot of people want to be here. Uh, the NFL wanted to be here. They found a really rich nerd to build it for them. <laughs> And then that really rich nerd built a big stadium for the Chargers, too, just to piggyback on the thing. And now the NFL has a gigantic presence with huge stars like Aaron Donald and Justin Herbert and all these different guys, the Amish guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. And they're all, in, they're all here in Los Angeles playing football. Does it really matter that it doesn't move the needle here? I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like the Clippers with uh, Blake Griffin and uh, DeAndre when they were Lob City. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody loved watching those highlights nationally, but no one cared in L.A. <laughs> I mean, it was a national kind of deal. So, and it's not like no one cares. It's just it, it's not like with the Dodgers winning a championship where right. everybody – look, even when the Kings won – I remember grown men crying and stuff because they watched it as a kid and they remember their grandfather and their dad, and it's part of their own personal history. The Rams don't – you can't manufacture that with kindly media articles and ball-washing Sean McVay. I mean, they're great. They've spent a lot of money. They've created a champion. But at the same time, it, it's not going to change the landscape of the town. Hmm. Uh, Petros, you talked about. And then no one just, cares. It doesn't. I mean, as long as everybody accepts that. I'm sorry, Brady. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. You're good. I, I just on the point you just kind of talked about about the LA being, you know, what the second biggest media market outside of New York. Um, the ratings came back, and LA wasn't even in the top ten. Which, you know, we were talking earlier. Is that a byproduct of the fact that you do have two teams there? The event was there, so X amount of thousands of people were there in attendance, even though it, it seemed like Cincinnati had a fair amount too, and they were still the number one rated market. Um, it, what do you draw the conclusion to how they don't even crack the top ten of people wanting to watch football, wanting to watch the Super Bowl? The richest people in my neighborhood went to the game, right? Like the people that really wanted to be where it was at. That's what it became. Not really something to root for the Rams. I mean, I know Cincinnati people that went <laughs> to root for Cincinnati. But what does it mean? Well, first of all, Brady, I'm convinced 
that the NFL used the Cobra Commander G.I. Joe weather machine <laughs> and changed the weather you sure here. that wasn't uh, the ones in Washington? <laughs> I don't know. what. Yeah, whatever happened because <laughs> that it, I mean, it was hailing yesterday. So, you know, there's always some kind of side effect. Yeah, that was weird. Or, yeah, there's always some kind of a correction in the, in the world. Then the birds drop down out of the sky. You got to add yeah, that that's in there. Yeah, that's coming. A murder yeah. of crows. Uh, but first of all, it was uh, it was a beautiful week of weather here. I mean, just gorgeous, and 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 everybody ex- expects that in LA because they watch movies and stuff. But it's usually not like that in February. So there was a really unseasonable week in February. I think the NFL changed the weather, so a lot of people I think went to the beach. You know, I think that's what happens when the weather's like that in the middle of the winter here. The beach ends up looking like Fort Lauderdale in July. And I think that's probably the reason a lot of – and, the, you know, we have a lot of people that watch uh, – they, they speak Spanish and they watch uh, football, not football. Yeah. And – but they will watch the Doyers, see. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it is – I think for, for, for people that are from other parts of the country – that are used to growing up wearing a Browns jersey or whatever, you know, whatever it is, uh, growing up watching Steve DeBerg dazzle with his play-action yeah. fakes for the yeah. Kansas no look City passes. Chiefs. Come on, yeah. DeBerg started – he's the one who started that trend. I know. I hate everybody acting like this is new. I said, dude, yeah. I worked out with Steve DeBerg Wait, in New De- Orleans. Wait, DeBerg started the no-look passes? Oh, my God, dude. Oh, really? You know what? Shut you – I mean – yeah. Come you, on! You I heretic. didn't know that he I, came in in 2007. <laughs> he he came into Cleveland in 2007 and what literally sat there and was talking to us about drills that he used to do, where he would like have like different objects he'd set up and he'd like look at one and throw a no look past the other and he practiced like all this stuff and what did he play 30 40 years ago? Oh, he's a star. He yeah. smelled though. <laughs> well, I, I did notice that. Right? I did notice that. Yeah, well, I'm not. I'm not going to go that far, but there was a there was. You an said you just did. Well, yeah, it's because I'm talking to you right now, and no one else is listening. No, but you're right. Uh, there was a there was a distinct odor to your point. <laughs> you don't go out there practicing the no look pass and dazzling play action fakes to Barry Word and Christian Okoye and Harvey Williams. <laughs> I thought I thought Uncle Rico was the the creator of the no look pass from from no. Napoleon Dynamite. That, Spastic. No. That wasn't him. I, I just remember Deberg had that like slint a splint on his hand for like an entire season where he had pins in his hand. Still That's dazzling. A, yeah, no look passes. I had no. Idea. Idea. Hey, Petros, do you think there's going to be more people at the Rams parade or that we're watching uh, the OJ chase on the streets of L.A.? What do you think? Oh, oh come on. Chase. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Dude, that was I a was parade. for that. That dude, was I'm a parade, enough. wasn't it? That, yeah, that was a parade. That, <laughs> that was, wasn't a chase. Yeah. That was a parade. <laughs> well, <laughs> God damn it, you know me, this AC. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? We have, we literally have. They, they, the some guy gave so much, some donor gave so much money to USC that they named a dorm after Al Cowan. Oh, <laughs> there is a hundred kids right now sleeping, soaking, doing whatever it is young people do. <laughs> so in the Al Cowan's <laughs> residence hall. Hey, Pops, what did he say to so What did he say he to him when so- he was on he the phone? I had to tell Matt, uh, my radio partner yesterday, what soaking was. It was. He didn't know what. It's a Mormon thing. It's like a Mormon sexual loophole. And he didn't know what soaking was. 
Hawking was, and he got all like, "What? Well, I don't know what this is." Like he got like he acted like it wasn't real because. Oh, hey, would Don Morton allow you to talk about that, Petros, on air? Who? Don Martin. Wouldn't he say something about? Are you? Are yeah, you allowed to talk about that? Probably knew what it was. <laughs> yeah. Like and it. then last night. <laughs> At the Utah State San Diego State game, a kid was holding up a sign that said, "Who shakes your mattress?" Oh my god! <laughs> you heard about they hired uh, another yeah. Mormon guy to jump yeah. on the mattress because oh, no. I yeah. guess if you're not moving, it doesn't if, count. Yeah. yeah, they call it a Pop, jump humper. Pops, what, what did AC it's say? A, it's what, a nice what, what did AC say to the cops when he was in the truck? <laughs> what did he they say? They said, "And your name?" He goes, "This AC. I got OJ in the back." And they said, "Excuse me, who you are?" God damn it, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, hey, AC, no one knows you, man. You're OJ's boy and you play D-line. Okay? <laughs> I just can't believe uh, you brought up uh, soaking, bro. Uh, <laughs> they're doing it right now in the residence hall. Jonas, oh, Jonas. The AC residence hall. Oh, Jonas, Jonas what, what would Harry oh. Carey have said when he heard oh, Al Collins and heard the call while they were driving down the road uh, to get to where they were going? Now we got a high-speed pursuit <laughs> on the 405. There's a Bronco being escorted away. What's OJ uh, spell backwards? And uh, OJ spell backwards is uh, uh, exacto knife. Hey, look, <laughs> <laughs> we've lost Lamar. Oh, uh, we have lost Lamar uh, here on the show. Uh, it was, right. Look, I was at my dad's restaurant, <laughs> and I guess I could tell you more about it off the air because there are yeah. certain things I wouldn't want to yeah. tell you on the air, and we'd have to have can, a few drinks. Can you tell us room. on the but, air what you did for the game? Yeah, oh. yeah, for the Super Bowl or for oh, the OJ chase? Oh, I was talking about the OJ chase. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, was a certain A lot that, of people didn't catch the exacto knife <laughs> reference, though. I, I, I bang with it. Um, I just, just without belaboring the point, yeah. we were clearing out the shrimp from the walk-in refrigerator to hide OJ if he continued down the 110 oh, south. Oh, wow. Like, for real? Oh, there's a whole guys. I, it's too Wait, late what? in the interview. <laughs> I mean, it's actually kind of sad. I mean, a month before uh, the murders, the Kardashian family, you know, the real patriarch of the Kardashian family from the, the tuna uh, fortune in San Pedro. Ray J? No. Oh, no. Brother. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I apologize. No. Carson. I'm sorry. I got it confused. I'm sorry. Uh, that's why Carson gets no love. Everybody's like, why is Compton and Long Beach always get the love? They just fly right over Carson. It's like, because of Ray J. That's why. <laughs> Uh, Ray J is responsible for the empire, but go ahead. No, uh, they, there was a Kardashian family party that everybody was at. Uh, OJ, uh, Bruce Jenner, you know, all the kids, but no one cared. Their behinds were normal size. And, uh, and I was the bus boy. And Bruce was Bruce. Yeah, Bruce was Steve. He had a I mean, a lot, of things, a lot of things hadn't changed yet. Coogee huh? down to the socks. <laughs> and... Uh, I was the busboy for the party. It was in a private dining room, and the waiter was uh, Panos Panay, a Cypriot, smoked three packs of parliaments a day. <laughs> and uh, and it was very sad because, you know, um, uh, there, uh, the time later, somebody was murdered horribly, and we all were interviewed and all that. And, uh, you know, O.J. Simpson, we had served, I don't know, dozens of times. I served him and Nicole, Paula Barbieri, I mean, Lance Ito started coming in the restaurant the second the, t- the trial started. It was an eerie time. Hmm. And uh, so we were going to hide O.J. in the walk-in. Jesus. Uh, that was before we realized his, you know, 
obvious guilt. But uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, it's a story for another day. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. That's one way of putting it. This okay. is why this is the most uh, popular segment on the show. We are linked to the, the old the- Greek restaurant is linked yeah. with two uh, terrible L.A. tragedies, the O.J. murders and uh, Natalie Wood. That's the last place she ate before she drowned. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. My That's God. Somber. Way to stick the landing. Yeah. Jerry Cove, Catalina. All right. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Uh, it is a petrol. <laughs> back to bed. This party died. All Sorry, right, Brady, uh, you were oh, saying. Oh, dang. No pun intended. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm good. Go Rams. Uh, it is. Uh, <laughs> City Sarsaparilla. Sure, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> Brady said, I'm good. Uh, get him on Twitter at the old P. Uh, this is why yeah. we never know where the conversation's going to go. Uh, Petros, uh, we love you, man. We'll do it again next week. You know, there's uncharted boats in San Pedro. <laughs> people don't know where they can go because yeah. they're not charted. Are yeah. there exacto knives all on those boats? No. I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds of weapons. Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. All right, P. Enjoy the parade. I know you're excited. Oh, I can't wait to see you at the station. Are you going to be a little batch and do it from uh I don't know. Way to go. Yeah. I love how he just called you out. Too. Yeah, he yeah, put an A in dude, there. Get your chest out and come to Burbank, dude. I'm not That's invited. Right. Tell Kevin Figures to invite me. He doesn't invite me. Hey, he says I can't come. I'm invited. What's oh, up, Figs? Come and hide in our walk in. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Was uh, oh, that a better ending for everybody? That, yeah, that, that was good. Yeah, that was a happy ending. All right, there it is. Unlike the soaking. Actually, it wasn't a happy ending. You can, you know, if when you're young, you can, you know, reach. Well, out. maybe with a mattress shake. <laughs> it's called a hump jumper. A hump jumper. <laughs> What's the matter with you, man? What's the matter you with you? The ideal, the ideal build, build for the. Uh, you don't like my hump jumper? jumper? Yeah. Hey, you would Batman. need to hire one of the homies in the 21st Street Crips to be a hump jumper. I don't think that. <laughs> I don't, I don't do hump moral clauses. Yeah. Uh, so what do you man. do? We don't I do jump hump jumping cords. <laughs> oh, you jump think you'd beds. like want the best hump jumper that really can bend their knees and kind of get a roll going? <laughs> Dang. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, We're uh, just off and running. All right, P. We'll jumper. do it again next week. This one hump jumper super awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there he is. The great Petros Papadakis. What's the hump jumper looking at me? Uh, <laughs> AM570 LA Sports. Uh, Fox College Football Analyst. Uh, get him on highest. Twitter. Uh, at the old P. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 